When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I just love this. As I'm ready to introduce everybody on the show, I look back and Catherine peeks in the door and walks away. What the hell is that? I'm good. That might be my favorite part is every day when she's trying to determine if it's still the first show or the second yeah. show. And she kind of like yes. cautiously peeks through. Mm-hmm. You know, you could listen Peeking on your through. phone. There and... she is. <laughs> it's all true. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the family with... Tevin Pittman. Alex Brant-Bernard Rasmussen. Andy Brant-Bernard. The great Greek. Kostaki Akadamopoulos. There it is. How are you doing, Buster Brown? Well, you know, uh, Mickey Mouse is public domain now, so. Uh, well, <laughs> is that right? Man. Well, the Steamboat Willie design in particular is now public domain, so I guess he didn't have that voice yet, so the joke doesn't work, but still. Wow. Yep, that's, steam- that's, that's, that's fun in, infotainment. Mm-hmm. Like Steamboat Willie is now public domain. Go ahead and, uh, you know, make it. Is meet. it a boat, Willie? What, yeah. what number of years is it? Andy, is it a hundred? It's well. Di- the thing is, technically, you can keep refreshing copyright as long as like the estate that owns it wants to, but they've just let it lapse because it's like, who the hell cares? I guess. Huh. But let's see. When did Steamboat Willie come out? That was almost a hundred ninety-five. It looks like. Oh wait, wow. it's not public domain for another two weeks, so don't sell it yet. Not yet. No Kostaki branded Steamboat Willie stickers yet. <laughs> you can have them ready. You just can't yeah, sell them. Yeah, exactly. You can't sell just them yet. quite yet. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, there are a couple of stories I want to bring up. Um, we get a, Kostaki with us, of course, ladies and gentlemen. A Pennsylvania school district orders bus drivers to remove Christmas decorations. Why? Because they had Steamboat Willie on them, and he's not public domain yet. Well, that's what it is, Steamboat Willie. It's all coming all full that's circle. That's why I brought it up, of course. I don't really understand. Why do they care? I mean, if somebody wants to come on with the bus and have the menorah up there, good for you. Whatever decor. Why would I care what you're celebrating? Good for you, right? Well, it's like an equal opportunity kind of thing, or it's like, you know, if we let you celebrate one, you got to let them celebrate all. So it's easier just to say no fun allowed. No fun allowed. <laughs> so no fun you, allowed. You may not be happy because then everyone has to be happy. <laughs> so because you're miserable, I can't be happy. Pretty much, yep. yes. Some people there, up America. There is a lot of that, yes. <laughs> it is America right now. And I just saw this headline, Kostaki, and that's why I wanted to throw, throw it to you with this headline. I have not looked at the story. 
I just looked at how Christmas sucks because I don't happen to agree with it. I actually love Christmas. Don't come to my house then. And don't go to Kostaki Studio because there's a Christmas tree right next to him. Yeah, I like Christmas. Yeah. Highly offensive Greek tree. That's all I'm saying. I was born on Christmas too, so. You were born Christmas Day? Christmas Day. Yeah, my friend Joyce is down here right now. She's she was also born on Christmas Day. It's weirdly common. I found on or like right near Christmas. Yeah, I have a friend that's birthday is Christmas Eve. I have three, like my, well, Melissa and two of her uh, nuclear family are born on the same week. It's very strange. My dad told the story many times, apparently on the, on the day. It was a, it was a hospital in uh, Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, There were three kids born that day, two Greeks and a Japanese kid. And he said, these, the doctor said, according to my dad, the doctor was kidding with him. He said, these damn foreigners ruined my Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) You damn foreigner, Kostaki. That's all I have to say to you. They brought brought me home in a stocking, which my mother still has. Mm, There you go. Very cute. So how big were you as a baby? I think I was pretty big. I don't remember. Eight or nine pounds or something. Yeah. Nothing too exciting. Yeah. But, you know. There you have it. (laughs) You know, I I got bigger. Nothing of note. (laughs) Well, some babies uh, are like, oh, it was 11 pounds. I know. And I have a tablecloth here, too. It's, I don't know if you can see it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Poinsettia, I think. But wait. But wait. On on Christmas afternoon, you flip it. And the other side, birthday. Oh, oh, really? My grandmother covered. did this when I was a boy. And so <laughs> that's cute. Huh? After lunch on Christmas Day, it wasn't Christmas anymore. It was Gustaki's birthday. And nice. so I'd get a couple, I'd get a cake after dinner and then get a couple gifts that were specifically birthday. Wow. Nice. You know, tip of the cap to my mother, Toots, who's no longer with us. But I, every year when my birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas comes along, I thank my mother for natural childbirth. I was 21 inches tall and weighed 11 pounds when I was born. Yikes. That is a big baby. That is a big baby. (laughs) I will say, I, people need to calm down about babies being too big and it's like wild. Oh, really? Say it was almost 10 pounds. Oh, that's true. Yep. It's like literally nothing. I was laughing when I was giving birth to him in a tub. So (laughs) (laughs) this is the funniest thing that's ever happened. Had a great time. We were talking about the Muppet movie. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's not the big of a deal. So, uh, Kostaki, before we move on, uh, there, uh, this this just literally popped up on my screen just now. At 64, Clooney comes out of closet. What the hell does what? that mean? George Clooney's gay? gay? I, no, that's, I don't know. I can't no find way. the story now. It, oh. The headline was there. Now I can't find the story. I saw a thing but, the other day that Hugh Jackman is gay. <laughs> Now. The Clooney thing <laughs> apparently he? is a hoax. An old oh, hoax, so that's too. a hoax, but I love how it appears on these news sites, and it's a hoax. Well, mm. News sites don't vet their stories no, anymore. No, they don't. <laughs> yes, not. You never know what's Hugh true. Hugh Jackman I mean, or did Grant? Who'd you say? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. That's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It looks like he's recently like... divorced, and he was hanging out with one of the Queer Eye guys or something. I oh, then know. definitely gay. I, <laughs> for sure he's gay. <laughs> yeah. That's the only explanation. He has a gay friend? Of course he's gay. Yeah. 
do you think we'll ever as a population just go who gives a rat's ass what you do as long as you leave the kids and the dogs alone i mean honestly i think 95 percent of people are already there mm-hmm. yeah i hope the, so yeah. the pope says it's okay to bless gay couples now yeah, yeah. no one that was yeah. today right well i've told the simpsons joke from my like the, the late 90s lisa's at a gay pride parade and they're saying we're here we're queer get used to it and she says we are used to it and he goes spoil sport <laughs> <laughs> see that's brilliant writing right there yeah, yeah and that was that's over 20 years writing. ago yeah. so you know what's amazing about that too and i was thinking about it just came up because i mean to my knowledge and i've been around in my whole life there was nobody gay in my family or my mother and father's family on the rest of it but we never cared whoever cared about that you do what you do good like i said leave the kids and the dogs alone we're good and that goes for straight and gay people what do you think of that i just yeah i really think most people don't care why would you yeah why would i care i think and i think the more we uh pay attention to people that are screaming and yelling about stuff that nobody cares about that we're just never going to get past it so, Andy, what did Clooney come out as if it wasn't a sexual deal? It didn't come out as anything. It's just completely made up. Yeah, it looks like since headline. 2012, people have been thinking he's secretly gay. Oh, really? And so I think with celebrities, they're just, it's more of a, we see you trying to hide it thing mm-hmm. rather than the fact that you may or may not be what we Oh, are. I suppose. That was in the national news. It wasn't the local news. It was in the national news, just, but I didn't click on it, so maybe I should have. Do you want to hear a funny story about instant karma not to change the subject you want to hear a funny joke about football before Kostaki has to leave I came in late I didn't know if you already did your spiel or not so. spiel you got a spiel <laughs> all right let's spiel. get it over with geez better than shtick no I want to hear the instant karma what was that uh I guess there was a there was there were three or four armed robbers that went into an establishment in Commerce City Colorado which oh. I've never heard of before and uh, when they came out, their getaway car had already been stolen by somebody else. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love great. that. Isn't that the greatest? <laughs> I love that. They stole their getaway car. Hey, it's wait like, a minute. It's like a, Where'd it go? It's like something you'd see in a parody of the Batman comics or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a day brightener story for me, so I'm glad you So, Kostaki, what's the latest with you? Well, I think we can all agree that the Falcons-Panthers game lived up to the hype. Huh? Everyone did, was looking forward to that. Did you see the photo yeah. before, before the game? It rained the whole time. The final was 9-7. to seven, And uh, tickets to the game were famously 45 cents. Did you see oh, this? What? No. no. What? Well, there's a photo what? circulating where there's like 10 people in the crowd 10 minutes yeah. before the game. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, it rained the whole time. It, oh. They knew it was going to rain. Oh. Both the teams are terrible. <laughs> Oh, no. 45 cents. 45 if you paid cents. that, you got robbed. That's the sad part. <laughs> yes, probably true. If the Panthers beat the Falcons, but nobody is there to see it, is it still a loss? I think that, I think that still is. But I like it. The Panthers were 1 in 12. They had fewer wins than my kids have Christmases. That's the team we lost to? The weather was bad. And by weather, I mean coaching. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me. Instead of the instead of the brotherly shove, the Falcons uh, use the get knocked backwards. That's their play. It's very sure. The Vikings used that this weekend too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, Fal- the Falcons have a lot of weapons that look good in space. Sorry, that look good from space. I think that's yeah. what I meant. I like it. 
The Falcons find more way to lose than Bubba Gump has ways to make shrimp. <laughs> shrimp There's casserole. a new reference. Shrimp kebab, shrimp etouffee, red zone interception, safety, <laughs> bad clock management, fumble on your own one. My team sucks. Uh, the Raiders scored 63 points, and the Panthers said, in one season? <laughs> That's very good. Did you write that one yourself? Yes, yes. That was very good. I like that. <laughs> uh, Chargers fired their coach uh, and, the, and the general manager. You can't fire enough people to make up for how disappointing the Chargers are. Yeah, I suppose. Justin Herbert is out with finger surgery. I'm just guessing here. He was pointing too hard at the people who needed to get fired. So, <laughs> Broke happened? his finger? Yeah. The Giants lost, but there's still all this buzz about Tommy DeVito. It's a fun story. Italians haven't been this excited since Costco started selling cologne. <laughs> you I write like that, that joke. I like that one. We are on fire today, man. I love it. That's brilliant. DeVito is a backup. So technically, he's an Italian sub. <laughs> Delicious. And now he's an Italian hero. He lives at home with his parents. When he scores, instead of taking it to the house, does he take it to mom's house? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think Tony Soprano's house is available, if I understood the ending of the show. Mm, no one Probably. <laughs> when, it, when DeVito gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage, they should count it as a whack. That should be the new stat. I like whack. He knows how to win. Edward Jimmy Hoffa's buried. He's Italian, see? he's <laughs> Because of the... In his family, Tape Study is re-watching the Godfather films. <laughs> Which he I played... do constantly. The first two, Yeah, those anyway. are good movies. <clears throat> he played 45% of the snaps from the gun. But nobody saw nothing. <laughs> because of his Italian heritage? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Now, who's the guy? Who's his agent again? The agent's great. Sean something? He dresses up like he's in the mafia. Yeah, he's a character, man. He so sure cool. is. They know, should rename the area inside the 20 to the Cal Zone. The Cal Zone. <laughs> oh, the Cal Zone. <laughs> I like it. Quarterback needs to have a short memory, and Tommy DeVito knows how to forget about it. See? <laughs> oh, God. That's helpful. All right. The Italian jokes. Yeah, I love him. I love him. Sean Stellato right. is the guy's name. Sean Castellano? Stellato. Stellato. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. Stellato, Stiletto? Yeah, Stiletto, Gelato, you know, all the, <laughs> all the all Italians. Plenty of puns here. All the good things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, two more jokes. The NFL is going to play its first ever game next year in Brazil. Boy, I can't wait to see how they trim the grass. Ooh. Oh. Huh? Napalm. <laughs> Brazilian, everybody. Oh, I got Brazilian. you. Oh, that like kind a, of grass. Brazilian, like wax. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Brazilian, well, see, because that's not everybody. trimming the grass. Yeah. It'd be waxing the grass. I'm still thinking about gelato. Yeah. <laughs> mm, gelato. <clears throat> and finally, Teddy, Bridgewa Teddy Bridgewater said he's retired. Could be the last oh. chance to do this joke. Teddy Bridgewater would have been a great nickname for Ted Kennedy. Uh, no doubt about it. Nantucket. <laughs> Other than that, oh yeah, yeah, that was it, right? Or was it? Or was it Martha's Vineyard? No, it was Nantucket, right? He was is out oh, that in that direction, that area, that, that universe. Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. Yes. Yeah, there. It, that isn't that right by Martha's Vineyard. 
That's a good question. I think yeah, it is. Curious to do. Where the hell is Chappaquiddick? I don't have Obama money. I can't live up there. Yeah, <laughs> you got that right. A lot of that action. It's part of Edgartown. Yes, yeah, small east, small island off the eastern end of Martha's Vineyard. There you go. So that's you what go. I thought. Oh, that's right. We saw the. Uh, yeah. There was a bridge to go over there. Yeah. And that's the one that he crashed the car off of, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Yeah, we were just talking about uh, Ted Kennedy yesterday because there's a place down in Florida called, uh, what's it called again? The Palm Beach Grill. Yeah. It was called O'Bar when Ted Kennedy was in there. And the place is still open with a different name. But he decided to take off. uh, He stood up in the restaurant after a few drinks, I'm sure, and took his pants (laughs) off in the restaurant. Yeah, he dropped trowel. Why did you do that? What? As a United States senator, maybe running for president, and he decides yeah. to drop trow at a restaurant. He must have had a reason. Not be a Plenty of valid reasons, I'm sure. Mean. I just can't think of any right now. Fun life well, for a while, being a Kennedy, uh, I bet. They, oh, they, yeah. uh, they have a long history of misbehaving on Palm Beach Island. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. They literally got kicked off the island. They kicked the family off the island and said, you guys can't live here anymore. That's pretty powerful, because man. The drinking like, escapades. Well, I'm pretty sure, and the well, two of them committed suicide on Palm Beach Island too. Oh, was that oh. David? David Kennedy was one of them. A couple of them killed themselves. So we've wow. had enough of the Kennedys. Move on. Go away. Yeah, David Kennedy did die in Palm Beach, but he was did, it yeah. a suicide? He shot himself, if I remember correctly. But Epstein was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no Epstein, Epstein, there. Yeah, he was. They didn't kick him off. Oh, God, that guy. What else you got, Kostaki? That's it. I'm getting ready for Christmas and going to Atlanta for a few days to visit Grandma and uh, oh, tell nice. some jokes. The Atlanta punchline. That'll be fun. What's the name of the bar, Ike's? It's up in. Uh, is there an old bar? It's been there like 120 years. I think it's. I thought it was called Ike's. Ike's in Atlanta. I don't know. It's right I'm, by. You the, know, I never had an adult life in Atlanta. I, I lived there when I was a oh, kid and moved away, mm, so yeah. I didn't really run around and I didn't do much of the bar scene. No, I, I could understand that, that phase. Good. Good. I could understand probably. that. All right, Pally, well, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, I guess. It's going to be, got to be more, it's going to be three weeks yeah. because Christmas Monday and New Year's Monday. Yeah, I texted around with Andy, so I, I'm, I'm on it. I got the schedule sorted. So happy, happy holidays, everybody. Happy New happy Year. Happy holidays. Uh, Thank you for having a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love the scene. Yeah, I, I didn't know Greek Orthodox did Christmas trees. So oh, very yeah. interesting. Absolutely. They're they're like Catholics. They're just, they're they are. They're basically Catholics. Yep. Basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. All right, Pally. We'll have a magnificent holiday season. Yeah. We'll talk to you in a few weeks. Take it easy, guys. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Kostaki Economopolis. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas to you, Kostaki. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Don't.
your side Seeking justice for the injured Bradshaw and Bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. One of the nicest guys. I love working with Kostaki. He's always been a great guy. He's been on the show regularly for almost since the very beginning. <clears throat> almost 12 years, yeah. He's just a very, yep. very nice guy. No yes. question. So what else is in the news? Anything we should know about? A listener named Stacy says Wonka is great and Timothy was perfect for the role. Yeah, I feel like he'll be good in it. So there you go. Yeah. You know, listener feedback about that. Wonka? I'm excited. Wonka's yeah, we were talking about role. Wonka. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. It's a big movie out right now, isn't it, in the theaters? Yeah. It came out, mm-hmm. like, Thursday or something like that. Has it only re- been re- done once or twice? This is a prequel mm-hmm. to, this is, like, yeah, how Charlie Willy the... Wonka became yeah. Willy Wonka. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has been done at least three times now. Well, because there yeah. was the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. and then it then there was, was Johnny Depp Johnny one. Depp, and that was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, I think. So Charlie wasn't oh. in it? It was it was the same movie, but for some reason they called it Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I think. Oh. Well, that's what that's what people like. If you yes. asked people what it was called, they'd probably they'd say, say it was. Willy it's Wonka. called Willy Wonka, yeah, or something. Because the book was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? And so that's why the first movie was called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. But, but it's like um, honestly, who gives a crap about Charlie? Willy Wonka's the. Yeah. Is um, Disney? Is it a Disney thing or is it somebody else? Is it? I wonder. I'm not sure. Let's see here, Person. Warner Brothers, oh. which makes they need- sense. <laughs> They need a hit, I think. Disney has, yeah, it's been yeah. rough for them. <laughs> well, they made some really horrible calls, which I'm shocked because when I worked with, with the CEO, he whatever you needed, you got. He was a very pleasant guy. Didn't try to shove his thoughts down your throat. He's nothing like that anymore. What happened? 30 years of time. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I think once you got like a couple of billion, you just get insulated from the real world and you just mm-hmm. travel in circles that, yeah. you know, it's like we know how to do everything mm-hmm. and everybody has to listen to us. No question. Yeah. So what is happening? Anything good? I, I closed my computer. I didn't want to look at the headlines anymore because there's not a whole lot of positive headlines this morning. Oh, no, we actually got it backwards. 
1971 movie is called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, and the new the one new is called one Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate oh. Factory. Interesting. Okay. Was the book called Charlie and the, the book Chocolate Factory? Yes, called I was Charlie like, and the Chocolate I, Factory. No, I'm pretty sure the book was called and then one. Oh, of so them that's was. why everyone gets it wrong. It's because the movie got it wrong. Because they changed it. They okay. changed it for the Gene Wilder one, huh? Well, there you. But this is the the third movie based on that book. Well, I guess it's not really based on the book, but you know what I mean. Disney and who's who's going to be Willy Wonka? Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Um, it's 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 out already. It came out yeah. uh, three days ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Also, it came out on Friday. It didn't come out Thursday. It came out Friday. Apparently, oh, well, it came yeah. out on last, the eighth in the last, UK. Yeah. And oh, the fifteenth okay. in the U.S., but it's like these days. What is what does a regional release even mean anymore? Everyone just yeah. watches everything online or whatever. Mm. Right. But this is a theater release, isn't it? Yes, it is in theaters. But yeah. again, it's, well, I mean, is it streaming anywhere though? Because if it is, that's where everyone's going to watch it. I don't know if it is because the movie did like forty million dollars opening weekend, which is pretty damn good. Uh, it has made one fifty one so far. One hundred fifty one million. Yep. Holy so, Anna, it's, it's only been out for, what, four days? Yeah, doing pretty well. Good God. This is worldwide you're talking about? Uh, yes, I believe so. Well, maybe it's one of those movies that it's nice to see on a big screen, too. It's only on in theaters. Oh, okay. So they're yep. not streaming it yet. Or maybe ever? They probably, I mean, they're, I'm sure, sure they will. When it's out of theaters. 30, 45 days but I, is usually when they start. And that's the type of movie that I think people are going to want to see in theaters, because there's a lot of... Because the, the Oompa Loompas are, it's like Hugh, yeah. one of the Hughes. Grant. Grant. Grant, yeah. yes, is like the original Oompa Loompa that I think he catches. Right. And, and But he's like the size of a water bottle. Like he's mm -hmm. that small. It's not, mm -hmm. they don't have little people playing Oompa Loompas, which oh. of course they don't. Yeah, of course not. It'll be not PC anymore. And you're no. going when with the kids? Either Friday or Sunday. We'll see where the day takes us. Oh, here we now, go. Well, Friday, I'm not like Dan's like I'm working, but I'm kind of not really working because there's a lot of people that are already taking the day off. But I don't want to take PTO to like not really have to work that much anyway. So I don't know. We'll just see. And I'm taking the kids to get pedicures on Friday. Pedicures? Well, I always take them to get pedicures before I go to Florida. Huh. Why? Because they like, because it's like their feet are out, and it's fun to have colorful feet. Oh you know, yeah, because they're going to be wearing sandals for yeah. yeah, no socks for a week. That's true. Might as well have fun toes. Mm. And they think, I mean, true. they act like they are royalty Very fancy, after they yeah. get a pedicure. <laughs> like they, it's so funny. There's a place in the Mall of America that does specifically kids pedicures and manicures, and they have like big fancy chairs and it's this whole extreme experience because I take them to just like a place that they just sit in an adult chair and they just paint their toenails and that's it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how would they act if they went to that super fancy place? I don't think they'd ever. Yeah, because think... I've actually seen some salons that have kid chairs. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm. It's like a yeah. miniature pedicure. Yeah, chair. I just take them to the regular thing and pay like $8 for them to paint their toenails. It's nothing fancy, but they act like they are yeah. yep, superior to everyone else yeah. when it's done. And I'm fond is now having a friend sleep over on Thursday after dance. And so mm. I think I'm going to bring her with us because I'm like, why not? Because oh, her parents morning, are working. In the morning when she calls me, is she stealing your phone or do you have knowledge that she's calling me? 
Uh, I don't have knowledge, but I don't care. Okay. Like I've told her, I've told her that she can just, she has the password to my phone. I've told her that she can FaceTime you whenever, as long as she has done her homework and all of that stuff and done her checklist of the day. And okay. last time she called me, it was in the morning, a couple of days ago. And she's like, hi, Nana. And she's, uh, she, she said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I was just clearing out some emails. She said, yeah, I've got to clear out my emails too. Oh, <laughs> I bet. All of her emails I that she bet. gets. So. And I said, oh, who, who do you get emails from? She's like, you know, all my friends. I'm like, okay. And she's, and then she, uh, I don't know, she talked about something else for a little while. And then all of a sudden she said, well, I've got to go because I've got another friend I've got to talk to. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, yeah. who is seven going on 14? Yeah, she has a friend that um, they video chat each other like two times a day. Like they chat each other in the morning mm-hmm. and then in the afternoon after school. But I don't let her talk to her until she's done with her whole checklist and her homework. And it's a whole thing. And they just like, yeah, they act like they're and they're at the end of the conversation, like, bye, love you. And then hang up. Look how sweet. I know It's really, really cute. And they'll plan like coordinating outfits for the day. And like, what are you going to wear to dance? What color Mm. color top should we wear? It's very sweet. I started talking to Max on the phone all the time when I was like, what, eight or nine? Probably. It was, yeah. I was pretty young when I started doing that. Yeah. They don't talk for a super long time. Yeah. We would just sit there on the phone playing, like I'd be playing one game and he'd be playing another, mostly in silence. And every so often we would just like, you know, comment on. Well, and that's Dan the other day. I was working out and he walked downstairs and he's like, Fawn's talking to Dottie on like they're video chatting, but they're not even talking to each other. They're both like doing their separate things. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Why not? She's. Doesn't have anything she needs to be doing, so I don't care. Well, it's like when you have a friend over, but you don't want to, like, do the exact same thing. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, one of you is on your phone and the other is, like, you know, playing PlayStation or whatever. It's, yeah. You know, why not? I know. I'm like. You're hanging out. Okay. I don't know. For some reason, they want to be involved mm-hmm. in what's going on with the other one. Sage called Andy not too long yes, ago. Yes, he did. I know, because he was like, well, Fawn gets to talk to Dottie all the time. and I don't get to talk to anybody. And I'm like, well, you can't. Like, I don't. Who are you going to call? The answer was Ethan. Um, no, and I was like, you could call Uncle Andy because it it's specifically on Google Meet because they have like very <laughs> like exciting filters. filters. Yeah, Sage likes the filters. Because he was like, I don't want to call anybody on just like the phone, like regular FaceTime. He's like, I want to do mm. the, what the fun face is. And I was like, well, Andy has that. And he's like, let's call Andy. Yeah, just out of nowhere. <laughs> let's call Andy. Out of nowhere, I get a video call and Sage's face is on there and I'm like, Okay. I was like, you could try. He might not answer, but I know he has Google Meet. Yeah, and then all he does is play with the filters. Yep. He just spent the entire time showing. But it was fun because, like, he would put on, like, you know, a Christmas-themed filter and Ethan would yeah. point at Sage and say Santa, or yes, ex- would, I know. Or I Sage like, would I'm become sure a that... cat, and Ethan yes. would go Kitty. And that's so what it's... I thought. I was like, I think Ethan is the perfect audience <laughs> yeah, for absolutely. Sage just changing <laughs> yes. filters every five seconds. Yeah, 100%. Like that's, that's a great setup. That's yeah. What yeah Ethan... and on, on Meet, there's also a drawing. Yes. Part. 
park. Yeah, he did that a little bit. Yep. Yeah, Sage likes to talk to me and he likes me to draw something and then he tries to copy it. That takes up a great deal of time. It does. And (laughs) and you don't listen to when I tell him he needs to go to bed. I'll be like, last drawing, Nana. He has to go to bed and then they'll do two more. And I'm like, Mom. (laughs) No, no, no. He he erased it because he it wasn't a very good No, it wasn't good enough. No, because you drew it you drew tiger and then you did and at the I was like, when the tiger is done, it is time for him to go to bed. And then you did a shark, and then you did a house. Wow. <laughs> well, Sorry. too much. Sounds like my grandma when I was growing up. Whatever yeah, like, my mom I don't was care like, what you just said. You know what? I think this is the last thing of Pringles that the last kids candy, eat. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Exactly. She's like, yeah, three more in a mouth. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. It's never the last candy bar. That's job. And normally, I'm like, if it were a certain, like, if it were Friday or Saturday, I'd be like, whatever. I don't care. But it was a school night, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mom. Mom. All right. <laughs> Fine. All right. We've run across a, a situation that's just a, a week before Christmas, and I don't know what's going on, but um, Maya and Bialik got fired because she she was too outspoken about her support of the Jews, so they fired her. No, she it, is Jewish, so. Well, I know, but I mean, so that makes... why did they really fire her? I think that's why. Because she supported her own people? Well, I can't a little remember weird. any Jeopardy host actually having any opinion. That's what I said. I said yeah. Jeopardy hosts are supposed to be bland and inoffensive and yeah. just host the show. Alex Trebek. Keep it to yes. yourself. Like the only so, opinion uh, I ever remember Alex Trebek having is being like anti-cancer. Yeah. <laughs> so what a weirdo! <laughs> like, yeah, the, the there's a, there's hope. exactly one thing I remember Alex Trebek doing that was like it wasn't even like a scandal. It was like you know a. Freudian slip more than anything. So it was like, you know, the, this capital city, something, something, something. And this contestant who was of Indian descent got it wrong. And Alex Trebek, go, um, he goes, wait, what's the name of the city? What Name a city in India. I can't think of any right now. Nepal. N- Delhi. Delhi, yeah. The, Delhi. Sure. The answer was, so he goes, New Delhi. Oh, hurts to miss that one, doesn't it? <laughs> you should be ashamed of yeah it'd be song. like a german yeah. guy getting berlin wrong and be like come on uh, you're german you know this right yeah very true oh my gosh okay yeah, i have so, to go sorry oh out of you here. gotta go yes all right alex we'll talk to you tomorrow Toodaloo. just one more drawing no. okay okay <laughs> one more drawing you need to know a guy for your auto repairs legal issues banking and more the same goes for investment advice you need a guy to help you be successful someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Okay, yeah, so uh, Mayim Bialik got fired for supporting the Jews. Apparently that's what people are claiming anyway. Uh, the statue of the Confederate soldiers being taken out of the United States uh, cemetery in Washington, D.C. Well, that was, it, it's not actually a statue of the Confederate soldiers, right? Wasn't it, wasn't it the 
statue that was supposed to be like, yay, we're coming together. I, I yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the idea. Yeah. That's but there, the whole but idea. there were some Confederate soldiers and some Union soldiers carved into the base. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, con- it was commissioned by the daughters of the Confederacy. And it said like, you know, our, you know, brave soldiers are buried here or whatever, that sort of thing. But they were all trying to come together, right? Because the war was over, the Civil War was over, so they were all trying to come together. Well, that's, Isn't that I kind of the scene? That's why it was in, because it was in Arlington, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the so. federal, the Union government, arguably, was the one who would have allowed that to be put there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if yeah. these people who had just gotten done killing each other could be like, sure, we can have your monument here. Then right. why, like, they could get over it, but you can't? It's just so strange. I don't know. They just don't want anything to do with any of a Confederate soldier at all. No, they don't. Right. The three beat to that, so that's the first two, Mayim Bialik and the Confederate soldier. Number three is the wax figure of actor Gerard Depardieu has been removed from Paris's most famous wax museum following negative reactions from visitors over allegations about his conduct with women. Did you know about this? I never knew Gerard Pedard Depardo got nasty with women. Is I never he, knew that. Is he even... still alive? How old is he? <laughs> I don't even know alive? who that he's is. He's like a right. homely guy, right? Yeah, he's not a good looking he guy. He is 74 years old and appears to be alive. And now all of a sudden he's... Okay. The decision to remove the figure from the uh, Grand Museum, the so-called pantheon of wax celebrities, followed a recent report on the actor on French television that has dented his reputation in France and around the world. The France 2 documentary showed him repeatedly making obscene remarks and gestures during a 2018 trip to North Korea. Depardieu has also been under investigation for rape since 2020. Hmm. He denies all the charges. Depardieu 74 has starred in hundreds of movies uh, over uh, more than uh, half a century, including French classics like The Last Metro, Jean de Florette, Cyrano de Bergerac and English language movies, including Green Card and The Life of Pi. So they're saying that he he did this stuff and they they're kicking him out of the museum. He well, looks like he convicted of it or are not yet. Allegations no, just or? allegations, apparently. There are allegations at this point, but they kicked him out anyway. He looks so, like if Robert De Niro and Chris Farley got in a particle accelerator. Yes. Accident. Yes. That's exactly what he looks like. Good call, Andy. Um yeah, I mean, obviously, if he did these things, yes, he shouldn't be honored. But don't they have to prove he did these things first? No, apparently they don't. You think maybe put the energy into convicting him before yeah. taking the statue down. Well, but it's like if you're the, you know, the uh, curator of a wax museum and you want to, you know, let everyone know what a good person you are. This is the power that you have. I'm going to remove this That's figure. True. Yeah. True. And even if they don't want to remove it, it's whether it's right or not, the public coming in and causing a scene and making yeah. that there point is could a worse be, look yeah. for your business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people might have gone in there and started like, you know, vandalizing it and, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, it might, might have just, torch. yeah, exactly. Might have just not been worth having it on there anymore. <laughs> just melting. It's <laughs> Over time. They take a hair dryer. They're just sitting there for like half an hour. You'll be dead soon. Everyone's got a Bic lighter out. Yeah, his face starts yeah, <laughs> I have to ask you guys a question because I don't know what this is all about. Apple to halt watch sales as it prepares to comply with U.S. import ban. What is that all about? Uh, I would guess there's probably some child labor laws. Mm, I, pff, no, child labor laws. 
get real. Well, <laughs> that people found out about. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. They actually found out about it. Apparently it's an ITC ban. No, I don't know what ITC is. Uh, ban stems from a federal trade ruling uh, over a blood oxygen sensor on some oh, versions. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah, an yeah. SpO2 oh. sensor, which is blood oxygen that is in a patent dispute. So they're not allowed to sell it oh. here until the patent dispute is settled. I see. Yeah, and there was some sort of scandal. I think it was the UK was upset about Apple Watches because they were sending people's health information to somebody that they shouldn't be. Oh, yeah, don't be doing that. Yeah. Mm. Don't be. Do now, the most important thing in the Wall Street Journal this morning is this headline Fat Leonard gets last laugh in Navy corruption trial. The guy's name is Fat Leonard. See, like the uh, see, like the cousin of Fat Albert. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. Grandson of Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle. Yep. No question about it. Um, yeah. Some of the bit. Yeah. I don't understand what the Navy corruption trial. Anybody know what that was about? I don't know. Nope. So much corruption. Can't keep up with it all. There's a lot of I that. guess so. I guess that's what it is. Um, oh, Nippon Steel. Nippon Steel is a Japanese company, I'm assuming, from Nippon, Nippon Steel. Nippon means Japan. In it means Japan. Nippon Steel is going to acquire U.S. Steel for $14.1 billion. Well, a lot of money, but is this a good idea? Yeah, wait a minute. Japan is buying U.S. steel, so wouldn't you it be? You got it. Wouldn't it be U.S. steel anymore now, would it? No, hmm. not going to be U.S. steel anymore. Do we even do we even make steel anymore in this country? Well, I don't even know if we do. We make U.S. steel, apparently. Yeah. What's Japan going to do with it? That's a great question. Building? I got the feeling Isn't that, that mostly like ships and things that you need all that steel for. I don't know. I get the feeling seriously that I don't think U.S. Steel has made steel in America for quite some time. Have they? You got that information, Andy? I think they do. Pittsburgh isn't that supposedly a big used to steel? be? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so many of them went under. Minnesota used to be a big uh, like iron exporter. I, I mean, they a still do mix. export iron, but it's it used to be a lot bigger. Yeah. Didn't, was. It was taconite up north, right? Taconite, they used yeah. it for it, yep. I yep. think. Or, I don't know. But that's, that's a little troubling, isn't it, that we're, we're selling U.S. steel to Japan? Why do we want to do that? I mean, I know why they would for $14.1 billion, but uh, is this a good plan? I uh, don't know. Apparently, um, Nippon Steel said that it's going to in expand its footprint in the U.S., Oh, and grow well, it domestically. Okay. Well, that's that's much better news than I was that I was, uh, huh. I guess, kind of trying to steer away from. What does a Japanese? Why, why can a Japanese con, uh, country expand it, but they U.S. Steel couldn't do that on their own? I don't know. Okay. Probably just money, cash infusions, or, or willingness. I mean, I don't know. Not a lot of manufacturing in America has shown a willingness to expand lately. Yeah, I certainly hope that we start doing something about our pharmaceuticals, that we start making our own. I mean, yeah. if, if you go up in, in, on the East Coast, there are so many gigantic pharmaceutical companies. They're all over the place. Why aren't they manufacturing that stuff here? I, that, I don't know. I agree with you. It's yeah. cheaper to it manufacture it overseas. That's why. 
Well, they should just, they should, I mean, at the price that we're paying, how can it be cheaper? If well, somebody's making yeah. a big old markup. The reason we're paying these prices is because we pay for about half of the entire world's medical R&D, research yeah. and development. Yep. So almost right. half of all innovations in the medical industry in the entire world come from us. And those innovations are very, very expensive. So we're well, paying for it and basically subsidizing the rest of the world's medicine. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I say. That is not fair. If you want the if you want the medicine, then you have to pay the same price as everybody else. I would argue that that should be how it is. Yes. Yeah. Well, but it's also a patent thing. It's like they'll come out with a new medicine here and they'll patent it, so they can charge whatever they want. But in other countries, they can't patent it, so anyone can make it, and so there's more competition, so it drives the price down. A lot of it is like um, like that whole insulin scandal thing. It's yeah. because for some reason only one company was producing this insulin, so it's like whatever they charge it, that's what you're paying, or else you die. Monopoly, basically. Yeah. Well, it seems to me that if you've got the patent in the United States and you're shipping it overseas to have it be made, then the patent shouldn't be valid anymore. Well, no, that's why. It's, what's happening is overseas people can produce it themselves. No. And yeah, but sell I'm just saying the pharmaceutical companies that are having everything made someplace else, they should lose their patent on it if it goes across the ocean to be made. Yeah, and That's I think it does. Thing. It's expensive here because the patent is valid here. Yeah, there you go. I have a headline here I want to try to figure out. Musk's X, now X used to be Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Yeah. So Musk's X faces probe in Europe over handling of illegal content and disinformation. Do you know anything about that? Well, they're trying to bring him down. They sure are, aren't Everybody they? Everybody is after him. They're going after him big time. A move comes amid heightened uh, scrutiny over how social media companies are dealing with content related to the conflict in Israel and Gaza. So is that really what this is about? Yeah, well, I think it's any time there's a huge scandal or war or any conflict like that, that there's so much information that comes out and people will just, you know, fly off the handle and yep. take a one minute video of something right. and say this mm -hmm. is how it is. Right. And trying to combat that, I don't know how you, because essentially you'd have no, to have somebody in charge of telling everybody what's true and what's not. And mm -hmm. yep. could you imagine the ego that would come across with that job? And all the scandal of somebody, one person saying, well, actually, this is what's true. And everything yeah, no, else is you fake. couldn't do that. Well, no. and, but the thing is, is if they go after him, then they need to go after all the people that are constantly telling half truths and complete yeah. propaganda. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, so many of them have just they've just gone and they've listened to some propaganda. And then all of a sudden it's the truth. Mm -hmm. And that's news anchors. Yeah. You know, so. If they're going to go after him, then they need to go after everybody, in my opinion. Yeah, if, if there was a law that was like, you know, if something you reported on the news is later found to be false, whether you knew it or not, you're getting fined a ton of money. I agree. They need to do that, Andy. You're 100% right, because the lying that goes on on all of those stations, those national mm -hmm. stations, it's insane. Yeah, and the retractions in the newspaper are and they mean nothing. Very, yeah, nobody even sees the retraction. Yep. That needs to be like the front page is what we've got wrong. Well, but even then, like a retraction doesn't undo the damage of all the people who no. saw this original story and still believe mm -hmm. it, which is right. going to be most of them. Mm -hmm. And that's why they need to be like forced into vetting their own information. They won't do it unless they're forced to. Do you think people, if the if the 
information was out there without them having to look for it for eight months. And when people hear a story like this, the real story could be out there why this is happening, what's going on, why are they doing it, why are they pissed off at Elon Musk. I mean, is there anybody that would tell the truth or would, is there, is there no money in telling the truth? No, there's not. No. Look at the journalists that they were, there was a journalist for CNN that was uh, in Palestine and reporting all, you know, he was lying about a whole bunch of stories because he was an mm-hmm. operative. Yep. Where was he working? He was working for CNN. Oh, that doesn't surprise me in the least. They ended up having to fire him and eating crow over that. But mm-hmm. I mean, but there's a million more waiting yeah. to take his place. Their own journalists. Yep. Yep. And usually the truth doesn't make you money until it's so far after the fact that you make a documentary about what really happened. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. only time the truth really makes anybody money. Right. God, that's so amazing. This is going on. Elon Musk's social media platform X will face a formal probe in Europe over its handling of illegal content and disinformation. Now, again, who's judging what's illegal and disinformation? Yeah, that's why disinformation laws are extremely dangerous. Because whoever's got their hand on the lever gets to decide what is and is not disinformation. Right. And then to prove it, you have to prove that, you know, whatever, if it's a political party, you have to prove that they knew that they were spreading wrong information in order to Mm -hmm. benefit themselves. They're never going to admit to. No. No. And it's not not provable 99% of the time. No. Yeah, you can never prove that. I imagine that's probably true. How do you how are you going to prove it? You can't. Uh, the European Commission, the bloc's executive arm, said Monday it opened a formal infringement proceeding against X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, under the Digital Services Act, the EU legislation, which took effect earlier this year, requires some of the world's biggest online platforms to take steps to uh, address illegal content. Now they keep talking about illegal content, but they don't give an example. It's also scary. So what would the illegal content be? Because it can't be lying because they all lie. I think it is lying or what they claim to be lying. Right. Well, I know that the U.S. is trying desperately to uh, pass laws. And and I think they actually did some where they can monitor people and they want to be able to tell you what's right. Which in this divided country, there's no way you should allow one party to say, oh, this is the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy's lying because 99% of the time they're all lying. I mean, it's pretty amazing. The illegal content offers users uh, a way to register complaints about the platform's uh, moderation decisions, among other rules. A post on X by one of the company's official accountants said that it remains committed to complying with the EU's Digital Services Act and is cooperating with regulatory process. It is important that this process remains free of political influence. That's impossible. Nope. It's designed to not be possible because now they get exactly. to come in and say, oh, well, we own it now because you broke the law and uh, it is now our propaganda platform. Yeah, that, this whole idea is impossible. What they're trying to do is impossible. Mm-hmm. You cannot do it. No. Correct? Right. Yeah, no, it's, well, like I said, it's impossible by design. Yep. Monday's announcement marks the first launch of formal proceedings under the block's new online content law. The move comes amid heightened scrutiny over how social media companies are dealing with graphic, sometimes manipulated content related to the conflict in Israel and Gaza. That's all there is, is content that if you want to find out what you believe, you can find out what you believe is true. Mm -hmm. Right. If that's all you're looking for, you're going to go, well, see, I was right. No, not necessarily. They're just trying to reel you in. That's all it is. If. 
I think if they were trying to really stop the de-information or false information from going around, they should start with a way of how to get it where you can only have one account. So like right now, I yeah. create 10 different accounts without that being attached to my name and just say whatever right. I want with no real replication. If, if you had to have people do some sort of verification where now everybody knows that this is Tevin or this is Tom or this is whoever, you're going to kind of pull back on some of the outlandish things because people will now be able to know that that is you rather yep. than just hiding behind nothing. Yeah. Well, that's what the blue check was in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. The blue right. check, it was verify that you are you. But it very quickly became much less than that. Yeah, it was like essentially only celebrities could get them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. The mm. original idea was like, okay, if I make an account and I send like my ID to Twitter and I'm like, look, I'm clearly me, they'll give me a blue check. And that blue check says that this account call that claims to be me is in fact me. It's been verified. Mm -hmm. right. But over time it became like... How many Pe followers you had? People things. would lose their checks for um, like saying things that Twitter didn't agree with. Oh, so basically nice. they would lose their status as verified as themselves, which doesn't. And as soon as they started doing what? that, it stopped making it clearly became yeah. like a badge of favoritism. And then Elon made it even less valuable. And I think he did it on purpose by just saying, give me six bucks. You got your blue check. Well, that was that was because um, people were wanted to support what he was doing. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why people pay. Yeah, but like the blue check is supposed to be a verified mark. You shouldn't That's be able to just it buy it. Right. No. It should have been like a new one. It should have been like, you know, you can have like a little coin next to your name. Well, well would, would you have to prove you're famous enough to, for people to even care if you got a blue check? So I had a friend that he would try to get people verified on Instagram and Twitter. And it was like you have to supply two. It's like two articles that have been written about you that are on, you know, public domain mm -hmm. website type of things. And then like, it's a whole, it's more about your celebrity status and your following than it is about who you are as a, a person. Like, it'll be like, yeah. Oh, did somebody write an article about you? Okay, cool. We'll give you a check mark because you're famous enough. Right. There you have it. We got one minute left. Any closing arguments about anything? Uh, you are right, Tom. I should have listened to you sooner. I watched John Wick over the weekend yeah. for the first time. The first one? Yeah. The, I started with the first one. Good. It's amazing that this guy did all of this over a dog in his car, mm -hmm. and I loved, I loved exactly every minute right. of it. Yeah, number one, number two, and three are okay. Two's good, three's okay, mm -hmm. four is too long. I can't watch it; it's too long. Oh, you never even tried, did you? No. Yeah. It's three and a half hours long. Or Tim Lammers liked hours. it. I think he said it was really good. Yeah. Well, now we got Tevin Real. Then we'll yep. have to just hand the hand the ball off to him, and he can do all four. Yeah. That'll be perfect. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.